Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Should we start? Well, how, how, how are we going to start? If we don't speak, how can we possibly start? You said, I'm going to start. I have no yeah, plan. But... What? No, no, no. I said, I, well, that means I'm going to press the button to start. It doesn't mean I'm going to start talking because it's already been, it's been highlighted, flagged up too, too many times that I always speak at the beginning. So I feel like I can't. Yeah, but because you always speak at the beginning, we're expecting you to speak at the beginning. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to grab that ball by the horns from now on. Not today, because we've started. And you've done it anyway, though. You've, you've spoken first. So on the spreadsheet, you, did, you, you did. will... I, said, I mean, to be fair, my, my speaking first was, hello. <laughs> that's, hardly, that's hardly jumping in and taking control of the podcast. <laughs> sort of Alexander Graham Bell hello. vibes. <laughs> hello? Is, is this, is this oh, our um, famous Scotsman, of course, Alexander yes. um, How is everyone, please? Quite well, actually. I'm tired. I've been driving a van all day. What have you been doing? Driving a van all day. How come? Uh, I've been helping my sister move house. Oh, oh. Okay. is it done have you finished complete yes done done now done i think yes yeah, there might wow. be a final sort of jaunt back to the old one to do some final bits and bobs but the, the majority today done i think a lap based steering wheel is way better that's what i like about a van you've got your, your steering wheels in a sort of more lap bus driver position rather than in front mm, of you. mine was the whole thing was very uncomfortable if i'm honest tom you'll appreciate this is a long-legged man the clutch was really high off the floor I oh I mean, I'm not used to driving with a clutch anyway, Tom, these days, since we, since we got our electric cars. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let's mention that. I just, I, <laughs> oh, I was just, I was just whizzing through the streets of Islington just now in my electric car. Oh, whizzing I was and stopping every 30 seconds. That's yeah, so exactly. interesting because I love a van, but maybe it's because I'm such a small person and it makes me really high. I feel so yes. elevated. Well, I did get in my car straight after I'd uh, dropped the van off and uh, I felt like like a child you know i felt like i was a, a toddler yeah, at a, yeah. a small table at a wedding or something i was like oh my goodness <laughs> this is so bizarre no. do you feel that people treat you quite badly as well once you're back in your regular car yeah people yeah can cut you up no one yeah. cuts up a van do they they you do just... not you're the bully boy of the yeah. road in a van yeah. aren't you i love yeah. it yeah. yeah wave your copy at the sun of the sun at people it's brilliant <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant so yeah van aside fine how are we all anyone else been driving a van today uh, I, no, I've no. been driving my small car Fiat Panda toddler at a party. Um, back from Dorset. No, oh. Devon. Well done. Good. Which bit get, of Devon? Get, get the Dorset listeners on board. Great. Well done. <laughs> um, Croyd. Do you know Croyd? Croyd. Yes. Oh my! No, I don't. Obviously, no, I don't. Okay. Never heard of it. <laughs> um, no. Nice. Was it being on, being on some sort of holiday scenario? Oh yeah. Oh, it's Cash. nice. But I've oh. done that thing where you come back and you're more tired than need a holiday. 
Need a yeah, holiday. Yeah, good problem to have though, isn't it? Yeah, to be fair, we should sort of flag up that Helen, before we started recording, said, can I record this lying down? Is that okay? Do I sound okay? I'm lying down. Sort of not yeah. giving us any choice other than to say, sure, lie down. That's, that's can you tell? Fun. Is it well, obvious? It's often, the, it's often the task of this podcast to help people get off to sleep of an evening. Uh, so, you know, hopefully by the end, Helen, you'll be no different. And we, Dave and I can sort of, you know, verbally lull you to sleep. That's... Oh, I would love that so much. Oh, here she goes. She's starting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I'm so confident. Your tones are so soothing. You're welcome. Good night. Big old drive, that Croyd, isn't it, mate? Mm, yeah, five hours. Oh I think five. What are we talking um, here? Was it a 303, then the 25? What, what was the chat? There was a lot of A roads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Went sure, past sure. Stonehenge, but yeah, you're on the I didn't see that's it. The, that's the 303. No, that, it, it said, Welcome to Stonehenge. And then I drove in a big loop, stopped off at Anissa, Nissa, Nissa, mm, for are. a bag of crisps. <laughs> And then um, I turned right and it said, welcome to Stonehenge again. So I was a bit confused. What you're describing there is a circle, much like Stonehenge. (laughs) I didn't get to see it, though. It was just a big field. I didn't see the The actual... The best possible thing they could do with Stonehenge is put up a big sign saying, don't look. Because the rubberneckery that goes on on the 303 causes genuine traffic jams. Every time you go on, the A303 is already, you know, it's it's a difficult road. I don't want to get into trunk road chat this early on in the podcast. (gasps) But But it goes from two to one to two to one constantly, doesn't it? No, What's happening there? You go, am I pulling out? Oh no, it's going back to one lane. Spice girlsing it. It's spice girlsing it, mate. Spice girlsing it. Two becomes one. Hey. Far too often. And it, it's a nightmare. And the, it, the reason does it really badly near, near the actual Stonehenge is everyone slows down. Oh, look at Stonehenge. Oh, yeah. But I like that because it means you know that Stonehenge is coming up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. How would you know? Yes. I mean, Stonehenge is the only interesting bit of that entire road drive, isn't it? That's the thing. Oh, well, yeah. it's very grassy. I like mm. all the grass. Mm, mm. Um, they, they. Uh, I think was it yesterday or the day before? Maybe did you see? Did you see the protests at Stonehenge? What about? No. What about? Well, because they're they're planning on basically Tom literally solving your problem. They're building a tunnel. Oh yeah, good to bypass the all of that shit. No. So you you won't be able to see Stonehenge as you as you drive past. Some of these facts might not be accurate, but from my you know that sort of <laughs> thing where you glance at a news story yeah. and that's you've picked up something. I'm pretty sure. They're going to dig a tunnel under the hedge, but they're going to—that means they're going to sort of excavate and not properly. Because if you're excavating around there, you're supposed to do it one minute sort of uh, uh, bit of mud at a time in order to find all sorts of ancient wonders. And they're not—they're just going to get a JCB and dig a big hole, put some cars through it. Oh my gosh! Well, I think they're just going to put a tunnel on the road. I don't really know. I can't remember what 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 their chat was. But (laughs) Dave, you should not be a newsreader. Just FYI. Very worrying um, approach. Highways England says the plan for the two-mile tunnel will remove the sight and sound of traffic passing the site. So it's, yeah, it's really more that when you're at the Henge, you don't get a main road vibe. Mm. Oh, but isn't that good? Why? Why are people annoyed? Oh, because of the digging. Because of the diggage around the tunnel. Yeah, but when once that's done, the Henge is surely going to be. It's going to be a better experience. You'll just hear the. You'll be able to hear the soft rumble of traffic in the tunnel, but you can sort of imagine that's just druids gathering around pre- preparing for a slaughter or something. Well, would you like to hear what Simon Bramwell thinks? Oh, Bramwell's, yeah. Bramwell's not a fan. He's described the site as hallowed ground and said the cost of the scheme would be better spelt, better spent elsewhere. Hmm. He's not wrong. Yeah. Do you know how Simon Bramwell is described uh, as his job description in this BBC News article? You know, they all they would always put Simon Bramwell, head of the or whatever. You know, chief chief of the Stonehenge Anti Tunnel Society. A pagan. So, literally, word for word, Helen Monks is correct. A pagan. Simon Bramwell, a pagan, <laughs> described the site as hallowed ground. 
absolutely bang on. I would love that. No matter no matter what I'm, what context you're on the news for, just be described as a pagan. A pagan, even, right? Exactly. Even if it's to do with local traffic problems. <laughs> It makes me like him more. Yeah. <laughs> wonder if he's been sort of asked about COVID or all of that sort of stuff, you know. <laughs> Find out the vaccine. Simon Brownwell, a pagan, thinks. <laughs> so there you go. Well, there you go. Good to go over Henge chat out of the way. That's, that was on my list, actually, so I can tick that off immediately. Yeah, Henge chat's done. Love it. Tom, how are you? We've not asked you. Oh, uh, very well. No, that rarely happens. Um, <laughs> very good because uh, my eldest riddle me, Wilfred, off of the rap. Played football. He plays for a he plays for a local football team, and he has never scored. Arsenal, that's the one. Yeah, Arsenal <laughs> FC, um, Arsenal uh, Football Club, uh, and he has never scored for them. Right, and Aww. yeah, what and position a, does he play? Well, he plays very near the front. The front. front. He's, he's quite obsessed with being. He wants to assist a lot. He likes assisting. Right. He doesn't think he's very good at scoring goals, which isn't true. Anyway, um, so we go, and he plays at this sort of tournament place near us where every Saturday all the local kids teams play each other and uh, just before lockdown his team won 14 nil no yeah and he didn't score yeah, yeah. so that was like oh. was that one person scoring 14 times no. or no 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 it was very much pretty much everyone scoring seven times each apart, <laughs> apart from, from the him. striker apart from the Wait, one how many he's not a striker but yeah um did the his... goalie score almost almost in fact yes he did I think the referee scored as well to be fair um <laughs> So it was, that was quite, he was very good about that. He was very like, no, it's fine because I did some assists and, you know, I know. But then, then yesterday we went and they were two nil down and then he scored two goals. He scored two goals to bring it back to two all. And I went absolutely batshit. I finally have realised, I finally worked out that parenting can be good. It was quite a, it was quite a breakthrough. Yeah. But do you not think you've now told him that everything previously was a lie and that actually it does matter if you score? Well, he didn't really notice how crazy I went, which is good (laughs) because he was doing his own thing. Is he Uh, scoring? He, well, yeah, but he was also, once he'd scored the goal, he decided to go and slide on his knees in the middle of the uh, pitch. Oh, yeah, he, celebrate. He was very happy. He was very happy. He was, you know, important goals. You don't want to score goals when you're 10-0 up. You want to score goals when you're 2-0 down, right? So um, he goes off and does his celebrations. He didn't see me going fucking mental. I, like, other parents watching uh, games which were happening on pitches alongside were stopping to look at me and totally judge <laughs> me. Because um, I was just completely losing my shit, punching the air, jumping up, literally <laughs> jumping up and down. Um oh. Yeah, it was it was good. It was really, really good. And then afterwards, uh, he looked at me and went, Daddy, you owe me £10. Because about six weeks ago, I said, if you score a goal, I'll give you £5. But I only meant it for one goal six weeks ago when he was first playing for this team. And he remembered the little shit back. <laughs> no wonder he scored. He's got such an incentive. I know. He's hungry. He wants to go and buy some food. So, uh, you know, it's cost me 10 quid, but I think it's probably worth it, to be honest. You give me 10 quid if I score a goal. <laughs> if you scored a goal? Yeah, give me 10 quid. Uh, well, first of all, my my going rate at the moment is £5 a goal. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do me. I wonder how long I could keep this going for. Oh, I, I would be so careful getting in this hole. You're going to be so poor. Uh, well, also, it's a really bad example as a parent to say, you yeah. do not want to say to your kid, here's some cash for having fun on a football pitch. That is not the right vibes at all. So I felt very conscious afterwards because he told obviously told all his mates in the <laughs> in the team who then told all their parents. So I was, I was getting looked at a lot yesterday, basically, for not being a great example. So or I, all the other parents are now going to start doing that because it clearly works well maybe oh god i hope not we'd all be broke by the end of the year <laughs> but champions you know broke but champions is fine by me that works for yeah, me uh yeah. yeah so i'm very happy it's 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 weird isn't it when you're happy about someone else's success that's not something i'm used to 
Yeah. No, but yeah, it does have to. I think what's happened there, though, is that you've your brain has made the whether conscious or subconscious link that a you sort of have to be because you're bound by biology, mm. and b that if he does do really well and becomes a footballer, you'll probably stand to financially benefit from it. There, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, very much true. in the same way that you're very encouraging of your wife's incredibly successful author career. <laughs> yeah, you but know? I don't punch the air when she writes a good sentence, do I? You do, and the check comes in the post. I, though. I absolutely do. I absolutely. Do you think it's also it's also because it's your genes, maybe? So yeah, there's a lot of projection going on, and also there's a lot of fixing the wrongs of the past. I.e., mm-hmm. me being an absolute fat goober running around <laughs> the various football and rugby pitches of my childhood, being a massive failure. Yeah, because I guess a child is just an upgrade version of yourself. Totally, it, really? totally. He is. He is the iPhone 12. That's exactly right. And I am like you know, I am a Nokia. You're the and iPod. The iPod. Uh, so I wouldn't even go, I wouldn't call myself an iPod. So yeah, there is a lot of projection that goes on when you watch it. You are, you're seeing a little bit of yourself, a little fleck of yourself yeah. somehow achieving something. It is really strange. It's a very strange feeling. And um, yeah, I've been unbearably smug all weekend. I was going to say, you don't want to become one of those parents, do you? That's, that's the important thing to not become. Oh, what? Who's a little bit too pleased? You know, oh, little Timmy, isn't my little Timmy wonderful yeah. type of parent? You know, no, I know, I know. I, th- I think, I think. I, do you know what? The main source of joy was was him breaking the duck, and and because he's he kept saying to me, "Daddy, I can't score goals. I can't score goals. I'm not a mm. goal scorer. I'm an assister." And I kept being like, "Okay, sure, sure, that's cool. But you will score a goal eventually. Have a go. Have a go. You never know." <laughs> and, so, and, you, and you're not an assister. You're you're a brother. Very nice. That's absolutely superb. That's absolutely lovely. <laughs> um, no, no, little, I think I, I forgive him because the little chuckle beforehand just really made that lovely sort of regional radio voice. Oh, I forgive him. It's not. A sign of a good joke. <laughs> That's a good format. Yeah. Let's do a new comedy format. Do you forgive or not? Oh my God, just based entirely on drugs. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was more the sort of, oh, he's done it, finally, the breaking the seal, so now I can relax, now I can relax. Yeah. It's it very nice. It was good, it was good. That's a heartwarming way to start our week and, and our new weekly cabin fever. What a weekly joy. Weekly cabin fever. Um, I've got a big question to ask you, but maybe we could do that after the break. So it's okay. a little bit of a semi-format, which I might bring a to semi-format. Oh, semi-format. A semi-format. Maybe that more of a question. Let's keep it. Let's keep it low key. Okay. Bit of a question. It's not even time for the break yet. Surely, surely we've got time for some more conversation before the break. Oh, conversation. Right? We can. Yeah, conversation can, can still come thick and fast. Um, I'd like to pitch in with uh, the fact that I've gone back to the Queen's Gambit, having watched the first couple and then forgotten about it, and now I've gone back and it's great. Oh, Co, uh, can I talk to you about this? Because I've started this. What's okay, happening? how far through are you? Uh, it's chess. It's chess. It's chess based. It's chess. Is that what you mean? What's happening? They talk about chess chess so much. Oh my God. (laughs) There's a lot of chess, isn't there? Chess is a big part of that show. It's the thing that I like and dislike about it the most. I like it in the sense that they don't sort of not show the chess. Do you know what I mean? I like that they've really committed to the chess. There's a lot of really quite in-depth chess. chess. No, too much. They do 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 proper chess moves and the actors must have had to learn actual chess sort of development in the game and how how yeah i think that's why i hate watching it because i just think oh my god how many hours have they had to play chess to know what they're doing and can we all agree that chess is the worst thing that's ever happened on planet earth like i hate it so much in the same breath i have ordered myself a chess board (laughs) have you (laughs) because of the film yeah yeah really so i'm a complete hypocrite because i'm really not enjoying it i'm watching it and i'm also now gonna stop playing chess yeah i'd like to start playing chess again actually monksy should we play chess should we get a chess game that we can play on our phones because i used to play as a kid yeah 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 yeah, loads of those i've also got a great golf game we can play online oh 
just a little little not a golf game that you'd enjoy tom aka real golf like sort of it's basically pitch and put but on your phone and it's really addictive (laughs) so we can be online at the same time so i sound like a grandma and i can press go and you can see what i'm doing yeah well i'll press invite i'll say invite helen monks and you'd go (gasps) join and then we'd play at the same time yeah you actually play oh, a game of chess on your phone. And can you do that thing where the, ch- the game just goes on for ages? You sort of do a move and then leave it for a while. Yeah, the sort of uh, Scrabble vibe, isn't it? That's what you oh. want, isn't it? You're just, just popping back in to do your move. Because obviously, we won't be Queen's Gambit level of chess of sort of like, mm. clock, go, clock, go. We'll be like, and I'll be back with you in an hour once I've worked out the best way to not lose I, this game. I like the bit on the Queen's Gambit when they played speed chess. I feel like there's a format there. If they if they mash chess up with something else, it could work. You well, know what I mean? Proper chess is like really fast, isn't it? Like when Probably. they do it, all the, when they do the proper timed ones it's like comically fast oh really i didn't know that I yeah thought... that's sort of how they play professionally when they're like if you i know there's different thing bits of it and someone that knows about chess will know but i've seen a lot of like the sort of really good grandmaster sort of chessies just whether it's a timed format or something but they just go nuts don't they and it's just uh, really? it's I mad. Have a question so is there a finite amount of games that you like moves that you can uh, play I, there, there must be but it must be a massive number it must be a so in theory, you can try and learn as many as possible. Because is that what she is trying to do? Is sort of learn. Well, no. So basically, the vibe is with her, and this isn't really a spoiler, but it's kind of the premise, isn't it? That she's playing a lot of these men who who have done that and have read all the books and learned all the things, and she's like just a genius. She's just the genius that yeah. sort of like closes her eyes and goes boom, 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 move, move, move. Oh, I'm not yeah. even you know. And she reads all the books and she studies loads, but she's got like yeah. that like innate sense but anyway what i really wanted to talk about tom mm. uh which is probably a revelation you've had a long time ago and i'm just jumping on it i'm about a month behind buzzfeed yeah but i've just got to the bit where bloody dudley dursley got dudley gets involved dursley. What, dudley. An absolute, what an absolute turn up for the books that is hang on hang no. on which one's dudley dursley dursley you know dudley dursley from harry potter the fat, oh. the fat kid that harry potter lives with in the start of harry potter you the know sort of cousin yeah the muggle one yeah, that, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Hang, that which one's he he's um harry beltek the 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 other one of the main ones. Is he Harry Bell? Is that his name? Harry Belltech. Ha- Harry quite... Harry. No, Melling. Harry's his real name, isn't it? Melling's Harry Melling is his real name. No, Harry Belltech. Correct. I was oh right. Oh my god, that's Dudley Dursley. I had no idea. I thought I recognised him. <laughs> right. Yeah, he, yeah, doesn't he look yeah. different? Oh doesn't my he look different? god. I knew I, I God, that's so good. Because there's a lot of British people in it. A couple of my friends are in it, weirdly. Ben Moore, brilliant comedy actor and writer, turns up as a, a teacher in it. Um, oh. Yeah. And Rebecca Root as well is in it as as the singing teacher. Who she, I've done some yeah. Doctor Who audio books with her. So they must have filmed a lot of it in Britain, I think. Feather Boy. Sure. What? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like to expand on that, Helen? Feather Boy's in it. What's Feather Boy? Feather Boy, also known as the child from Love Actually. Oh, oh yes, yes, Sangster. Oh, if Sangies. you Google Feather Boy, you'll see who I mean. Feather what's, Boy. What's Feather Boy? Feather, Feather Boy, Boy, maybe it was of my time. It Welcome. was a, it was a CBBC. Oh, it's a show with him in it, got you. So uh, I see. I yes. thought it was like a weird nickname he'd acquired for some reason. <laughs> Feather Boy. Feather Boy, Feather TV Boy. series 2004 onwards, doesn't have a finish, Feather Boy. Still, still going still on. Still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, there you go. Um, there's a, a lot of the people in it are Brits, aren't they? That's the thing. So yeah, I don't know. They must have filmed it in the UK because of our lovely tax breaks. Welcome tax, along. Tax breaks. Are they gonna? Are they gonna all change after Brexit? Yeah, Is it gonna say, go to shit? A bit depressing. Probably. Probably. Sorry, we can take back control, guys. It's gonna be great. They filmed a lot of it in uh, Ontario, actually. 
though. It feels very so French. The sort of vibe of it feels like a French animation. Especially the bit set in Paris. They felt mm. very French. Oh, when's it? Oh. She has a big, one of her big chess matches is in Paris. Yeah, she gets popular. I mean, the very first scene is in Paris, right? Of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. maybe that's why I thought it was French. Yeah. Yeah, well, it does. It's really very much set in France, the first, the <laughs> opening, the opening <laughs> scene, setting scene. Yeah. It is, it is oh, yeah, right. amongst the best TV I've watched this year. I loved it. And it's it's been like, like the, certainly the last few weeks, it's been the big zeitgeisty TV thing. But have you watched The Undoing with Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman? <laughs> Ugh, yeah, couldn't get past the first one if I'm honest. <laughs> Why? It's oh, a thriller. It's the slowest thing I've ever seen in my life. No, it's a thriller. We it's all joking. watched it and just went, oh, good. slower than the program about chess. <laughs> <where> they do <laughs> play chess. <laughs> well, I'll tell you two reasons why I've not pursued it. Have you both finished it yet? Yeah, yeah done. But let's not give okay, any spoilers fine. away. Obviously, no, no, we, no well, spoilers, we won't give any spoilers, no spoilers away. And if you if you don't want even like a hint, it's not even a spoiler because I've not watched it. Mm. But so fast forward ten seconds if you don't really want to know. But, but it was I saw a, I loads, I saw a lot of people on Twitter just go, "Oh, the ending was shit, wasn't it?" Yes, see, I thought yes. it was fine. Oh, 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 what an endorsement! I'll, I'll rush to watch it now. <laughs> and then, and then I watched the first episode to give it a chance, having based on that. And come on, the first episode was slow as hell, right? Not like I'm sure it gets better, and it was a proper setup episode. But my God, like it was just like churning churning i really liked it because yeah. i just i love i loved watching hugh grant anything hugh grant does i just think he's amazing and then nicole kidman i love watching because and this is this has been discussed at length on social media but she's done some fascinating uh things to her face mm. like there's a lot of botox business that's gone on there and lip filler is and there? stuff yeah and it's it's so sad like it's a real shame that she's done that because she cannot act as well things are happening to her towards the end of the series that require certain facial expressions to take place for example not this is no spoilers there's some running and when you run in slow motion your face will do certain things but she runs in slow motion and genuinely looks like she's wearing a plastic mask well thank god some of this show has got a bit of pace about it then there's running running, but in slow motion mate Uh, slow motion yeah (laughs) guys things are moving a bit too fast here slow mo it guys all the best god it's Uh, certainly when the roller coaster in your life is the chess tv that is incredible yeah i wouldn't say it's the roller coaster guys i just say i've gone back to it after i forgot about it anyway the the roller coaster was really the transformation of dudley dursley i can't believe i missed that i knew i recognized him i knew it the missed opportunity I had to uh, uh, rib my friend who is now no longer the chubby one from Harry Potter that got thin, and but I've missed it by about a month and a half. Mm. Annoying, Aww. so I can't do the I can't do the fun because it'll just be like oh, yeah, that's a good, uh, good a thousand people have said that you know it's a good good new <laughs> chapter for Harry Potter the boy who lived no 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 yeah. the boy who got thin yeah. <laughs> uh, right are we going to do breaks now should we do breaks now and then feels like come it. back with the half half a format question thing that I've come up with yeah <laughs> oh okay. boy am I excited yeah always good to oversell and under deliver here we go. <laughs> This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm now just Googling pictures of Nicole Kidman's face. Yeah. I don't think she's had any work done i think i when refuse you, to believe it it's maybe it's not work done and i hope you don't think i'm being uncharitable to her because i think she's a brilliant no. brilliant actor and a beautiful beautiful woman and i really i love all her films but it's very clear that her face can't move in certain ways i think it's no, Bot- no, I, yeah, I think yeah. a lot of it's botox so when she's you know eyebrows going and lips should be doing things and she can't because it sort of <laughs> has this swollen puffy quality to it it's really and, and, it's, and it's you're only human to watch it and get completely distracted by it and it's it's kind of dodgy ground because you don't want to be like, God, look at her face and, and sort of be too rude about her. But at the same time, it does block yeah, your no, enjoyment. Yeah, now you say it. I thought she was going for, am I secretly the psychopath? I thought that was like a choice. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But now you say it, maybe she just, she was doing all sorts of things underneath the perfect mm. skin. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I think there's a anyway. lot of expressions going on underneath underneath the mask um right are you ready for my format guys oh yeah ever okay so every year me and a bunch of friends oh by the way it's me and beth's wedding anniversary today so (gasps) happy birthday happy birthday happy anniversary happy birthday to your wedding happy birth of love um so uh but this that when the love started was it the wedding day yeah up until that (laughs) point we'd, we'd never met and that was fine um no so uh the, me and this group of friends, we all meet up every Christmas and we have this this big Christmas party, right? There's like 20 of us and we've now done this since 2003, which if you look carefully, is 17 years, which is truly horrifying. Uh, and this year, we obviously can't do it. But one of the features that we do every year is we all have a secret Santa, but it uh, has to be, the present, the gift has to be fitted into a cracker and we have to decorate the cracker, which, Aww. you know, when we came up with it before we had kids was fun, but loads of us have had kids now and it's just like, oh my God. Arduous, right? Arduous and... There's one of us who's incredibly, incredibly artistic and talented, yeah. and he's a cartoonist. And he every every year, in fact, one of the things I got him one year, and he made me, he turned my cracker into Morrissey's face. <gasps> and like it's, it was astonishing. I've still got it uh, on my shelf right now. Um, what did you get, somebody that year? A pedometer. <laughs> <laughs> so then this is this has become the theme that i'm just absolute dog shit i once for one one year i had uh my friend marianne and i got her the contents of my drawer so she got some batteries some blue tech and some sweets um yeah. i'll be happy with that Great. to be honest functional well, and enjoyable the batteries were flat but yeah um so uh so this is what we do every year now this year we can't do that obviously we can't meet up but what we're going to do is have a zoom dinner together which is nice we're looking forward to that that's all good uh, but the cracker format is going to be changed so this year the person we're going to get for our crackers is ourselves 
So what? I have to make a cracker for yourself. You have to do a cracker for yourself. I I quite like this as a format, as a little twist in the format. So you have to open the cracker in front of everyone because this is part of the game. As you all open your crackers and go, oh my god, it's a quiz, and someone's written you a quiz about whatever. Uh, So this year is as a demonstration. I quite like this. Sort of like an almost. Uh, what would you buy yourself if Christmas came along and it was part of the Christmas tradition that you bought yourself a present that you really wanted to get or you got yourself a load of things? What would you stuff into a cracker that would be the perfect cracker full of gifts for you? I think this is quite a good way of describing Aww, yourself. Yeah, like self-love. Yeah, and... self-love. I was trying to avoid self-love because that also sounds like masturbation. But yes, <laughs> I mean, maybe, you know, sex toys, what you could fit in there. Yeah, put that in the cracker. Yeah, pop one of those in. That would be fucking awkward if I did that, if I was last and it was just one of those. Have you seen the torches? Do you know about the torches? What? There's like, it's, the, it's the male equivalent of a dildo. It's a, a torch. It looks like a torch, but it's got a, a, a bit in the middle to... You're Sorry, about a flashlight. A flashlight. Flashlight. That's it. Thank you. A flashlight. Flashlight. Yeah, they call <laughs> it. No, let's not yeah. take this. Let's, down. let's not get into flashlights. Although Dave was very quick to know what that was. Um, <laughs> so, if you were to do the crackers, right, for yourself, what would what would go in your perfect Christmas cracker? I've got a quick question before we get onto what goes in your cracker: is why are you not making one for Beth and vice versa? Because not everyone is in a couple scenario. So if okay. everyone was people by themselves watching it, they wouldn't enjoy watching a couple. Oh, thanks. Oh, nice. oh, and my also, goodness I have me. bought Beth presents for the last 17 years. And that is, honestly, I am like, it's so hard to buy someone presents, I'd say, beyond three or four years. Oh, it's almost impossible, isn't it? Almost impossible. You just go back on a cycle, surely, of the things you know they really like and just get a, a slight variation on that, right? Earrings this morning for the anniversary. Yeah. Great. They'll come, oh, really earrings will come. Oh. It's like an Olympic cycle. Earrings will come round again in four years. Yeah. <laughs> what was on the earrings this year? Huh? What was on the earrings this year? I, don't know. I haven't looked at them, Dave. Why would I know? Some diamonds, I think. Does she buy her own earrings and you just reimburse no, her? No, no, we're very Pops strict. Them in a cracker and opens them in front of Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're very strict about that. We don't, there's none of that. Like, oh, this is what I want. Can you just get me that? We've never ever done that with any of our presents mm. because um, I just, just get each other things you don't like. Yeah, exactly. That's, pretend to like pretend it. to like them. Yeah, exactly. Aww. It doesn't take, it doesn't take any space in the house though. Then when you sort of secretly throw it away the next day, it's fine. It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. It's a good anti hoarding uh, device, isn't it? Mm. Indeed, indeed. Um, so, what are we putting in our own cracker? Is that the question? It's got to fit in a cracker, and you've got to open it in front of your friends and demonstrate. So, we say three things that would fit in the cracker. Why you would get them for yourself as a Christmas present are, are to yourself? Are we doing this right now? With, I with thought no... we might do it. Yeah, I thought it could be quite a nice thing to oh do. Oh my gosh, I'm going to need some time to think about this. Okay, well, I mean, you got, you've clearly got yours prepared, right, Tom? Yeah, go on, you go, Tom. I genuinely haven't actually. I haven't. I think I'm going to get myself. No, I, I really don't know. Um, why don't we take one thing each and go around in circles? Okay, so yeah, nice, yeah. So nice. three things. The first thing I'd get is some cigarettes. Just maybe two cigarettes. For yourself? Yeah, just to smoke. Because as a gift well, to I know, myself. I mean, I know what they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'd... Uh, because I, I, I haven't smoked properly for years. I just just a couple. Just to really... Just to remind myself of the good times, you know? <laughs> and, then I'd, and then I'd never have any more, obviously. So that's the first thing. Just that proper indulgence and... There is no... Neither of you smoke, do you? Do you smoke? No. You? No. No, but you're, yours give me an idea for something that I'd really enjoy. There you go. There you go. Well, go it's, on then. It's the reward. So on, on a similar theme, as a throwback to my childhood, I would get myself, not two cigarettes, Tom, but two candy sticks. Great. That I, use, that I could pretend are cigarettes like I did when I was a child. Brilliant. Um, yes, the end. Candy sticks, great, really good for helping oh. helping kids to learn how to smoke. Really, yes. really Well, helpful. no, I mean, maybe, to be fair, I enjoyed a candy stick as a child and never actually graduated. So maybe that was, 
you know, mm. a, a sort of a deterrent tactic, and it was do, fulfilling enough for me. Do kids nowadays have to go outside to eat candy sticks? Is that how that yeah. works? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you go past the nursery and they're all gathered under an awning? <laughs> Nibbling away. <laughs> is that So that's one of yours, is it, Dave? Chris? Yeah, I reckon okay, so. good. All right. Okay, Helen Monks, over to you, please. Um, a travel size can of dry shampoo. Interesting. I mean, that is, if someone gave you that as a gift, would you genuinely be like, thank you so much? Yeah, I'd be thrilled because it's something I never buy for myself because it yeah. feels a bit indulgent. But, oh, I love a dry shampoo. Mm-hmm. And you okay. can fit a travel size in a cracker. I mean, I'd prefer a big size, but yeah. Okay, okay good. All right. So then tra- I don't have a, to wash. Is there a spending limit, Tom? No, no, no. Because what? I mean, there is it's sort of your own money supply Dime, like yeah. what would you what would you buy yourself mm. if you were to buy yourself a present at christmas this is the question um oh, this is a tricky one now i'm gonna this try and av- it is hard actually i'm gonna try and avoid food because that's just a bit of so it's gonna be like percy pigs or something so i feel like i've i feel like i've i've I, i'm gonna i'll get myself sweets i'll just steal the kids sweets so that's fine mm. um so i'm gonna say uh, i'd like a gadget i'd like to get myself a gadget <gasps> Yeah. I do. I like a gadget. Um, smartwatch. Maybe a smartwatch. Maybe a new smartwatch. I, th- I feel like that's not a very crackery present. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a £400 watch. Yeah. You've gone from cigarettes to Apple Watch, which is a real leap. <laughs> Two cigarettes to an Apple Watch is yeah, a real leap okay, in okay, financial okay. No, spending. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, I've done it back, done it back. I won't get that. Um, no, because isn't the point you're really treating yourself self-love, no limit? Yeah, but I feel like an Apple Watch is just a bit of a sort of gadget present. These have got these have got to tell they've got to tell a certain story about yourself, right? Mm. Okay, imagine okay. imagine you got an Apple Watch out when you're opening it in front of all your friends <laughs> for yourself. That is what I'm saying. That's what this that's why this feature could be really funny if everyone does it on Christmas Day. Because yeah. Beth is thinking about getting herself something really big. She hasn't told me what it is. She won't tell me what it is. Right. But there's quite an expensive present she wants to get herself. And she's saying Apple she's going to... Maybe it is, maybe it is. Yeah, this is the problem, you see. It's got to fit in the cracker. This is the challenge that you've got. Okay. Um, all right. Um, I mean, keys to a Tesla, is that too? Yeah, well, exactly. Okay. Oh, I know, I know. Mm. I know what I get. Yep. And it fits, in, it fits perfectly in the cracker. A really nice, and this is similar to what you said, Dave, it's harking back to childhood a bit, really nice fountain pen. Oh, a lovely fountain pen. Love, I love a fountain pen. You do love pens. Mm. Very dull. Love pens. Love pens. Just a lovely, maybe a Parker. You know, with a uh, mm. with one of the longer uh, blue cartridges in it. I used to love it with my cartridge. Is ran Parker um, the go to brand of fountain pen? Now I know it's the, it's the one that we all had at school, but my question is: is that the sort of luxury brand oh. in my head? Parker pen, because we all got them at school, must be like a sort of mid range sort of. I don't you know, know it's not, who else. Not the Rolls Royce of pens. Who do else you know what does mean? Parker? Who else does fountain pens? I feel like I really feel like they've monopolized the market. You know. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Should we play a, a little side game? Yeah. Most expensive fountain pen you can buy, and uh, who makes it? I found one here for two thousand and thirty-two pounds. Oh, Mont Blanc, I bet. Mont Blanc, it is. Mont Blanc. Mont Blanc. Oh, three, you knew that. A three thousand, three thousand two hundred Mont Blancers. <gasps> wow. wow. Oh my God! There's a shop in London called Pen Heaven. Wow. Uh, or, or Aurora Diamante sell a fountain pen for $1.4 million. Oh my gosh, what? 
Wow. You can get this in Ryman's as well, actually, to be fair. Yep. Please put that in your Christmas cracker. That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Something ridiculous. I'm going to do it. Okay, so Fountain Pen, there you are. That's mine. That's my second one. Um, I'm going functional for my second one. Mm-hmm. Very simple, very small, fits in, very inexpensive, but ultimately very useful for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little cloth that you clean your glasses with. Never <gasps> bloody have one of those on me. Never have one of those on me. I nearly divorced Beth the other day because she was cleaning her glasses on her jumper. Yeah. Oh, what are you Jumpers doing? Are, <laughs> jumper is unforgivable. A soft T-shirt, the, uh, the inside of a soft T-shirt is yeah. what I'll occasionally have to resort to, but the, the jumper, the coarseness of the jumper is, is unforgivable. Oh, it's just smearing grit all over your glasses. Yeah. Oh, you're, scratching, you're scratching your lenses with the jumper, lads. That's you're what you're doing. Scratching your, you scr- is that right? You're scratching the glass with yeah, the well, jumper? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I think with pretty much anything that isn't the sort of proper microfiber, you know, doofa doofa, mm. you're basically, the, the, the fibres are basically just scratching at your tiny little scratches on it, which is why... Obviously, it gets worse and worse and worse. The more you try, you know, clean them on a t-shirt, you have to do it every six times a day. And you're like, oh my god, I'm getting cataracts. No, you're not. Yeah, you're just using no. your jumper. Just using your t-shirt, you idiot. Unbelievable. But case important, don't have one on me right now, and I need one. Got a little smudge on the inside left. <laughs> Maddening. Yeah, our inside left's the worst spot. On 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 that, um, I the uh, the other day used a little bit of the old hand sanitizer, put it on a tissue, used that on my phone to clean my phone. <gasps> oh yeah. Did it work? Life's never going to be the same again. Life is never going to be the same again, let me tell you. Absolute, genuine highlight of my day. Uh, All right. So, uh, uh, Helen, you're next, please, on the things you'd put in a cracker. I'm going to go for an Odeon card. Very good. For a year. I want a year. (laughs) (laughs) Not five years, one year. Limit yourself, Monty. Limit yourself. (laughs) Then I can give myself one the next year, every year. That's great. Uh, God, I remember when you used to get movies. those. Yeah, unlimited movies. They used to give them at Stockport Odeon, I think it was, when I was at school over the summer. It was £15 for the whole month of August when you were off school. Oh, oh my God, that's great. So good. To be alive. I can't wait. There's an Odeon Lux near me. In fact, there's two have opened near me, weirdly. I'm sure they, they really should have had a meeting at Odeon HQ and made sure they're <laughs> not so close together. Have you? Uh, they are amazing. If you get the chance... I haven't been to a lot. What does it mean? What does it do? Well, it's the kind of... They're trying to work out how to develop their, you know, business model, which obviously they did before COVID completely screwed everything up for Mm. them. But um, it's smaller cinemas with... Basically, imagine first class on a plane seat. Yeah, sofas and, and table Ooh. service and all that, yeah. Um, and an app, so you can order. I ordered. Well, I was watching 1917, sitting in this chair that was the most comfortable. I mean, I would I would sp- have spent 15 quid just to sit in that chair. Like, it was extraordinary. Um, and, I mean, there's a, there's a spin-off conversation. Most comfy mm. chair you've ever sat in. Um, <laughs> and uh, I used the app to order a latte while I was watching, watching 1917. Oh, nice. A depiction of humanity at its grimmest and all these sacrifices <laughs> made for us so that I can sit in an nice chair drinking a latte which I bought on an app um, do you think that that luxury chair and latte off the app is included within the Odeon card like could I if yes. I had an Odeon card is it no I'm going to make it I mean it's very hypothetical but yes I'm going to throw that out there yeah it has to be in order for this Odeon card to be a properly amazing present I think that's a really good one actually no but there is an actual Odeon card yeah they'll yeah. do an Odeon Lux card yeah 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 defo defo <sighs> defo defo I'm just thinking about I'm going to get this hypothetical cracker might become a reality for me after this episode um, oh, okay, I've got my final one. Mm-hmm. I've yep. got my final one. And actually, it, it dials back to something we were talking about earlier on. I would like to buy myself a 2001 Nokia telephone <gasps> and put my okay. SIM in that card and leave my devices at home so I can go oh. out and live my life and, <laughs> and do all the stuff still funny about on social media, obvs, but control it. Because I walk around this world with my head staring at my hand 
too much. I don't mind doing it when I'm at home or when I'm, you know, like in certain moments when you're sitting on a bus or whatever. But I'm now walking the dog now, just staring at my phone the whole time. It's got ridiculous. I want to get one of those ridiculously old-fashioned phones that just calls me if someone needs me. That's what I'd like to get myself. That's a really good present. Oh, it's really good, isn't it? Oh, I've, I've completely blanked on a third one now. It's difficult because it's got, my, got, got my to fit in the cleaner on my candy sticks now. <laughs> it's a big cracker for it's a Nokia, the Nokia phone. They don't forget how big well, they were. They're quite small. Okay, one of the small ones. But they, what I like about this is this is supposed to depict self-love and the things we need to do to improve our lives. I need to get off my phone to improve my life. I mm. uh, need to sit with a fountain pen and write things thoughtfully to improve my life. I need to relax with a cigarette to improve my life in the short term. <laughs> and Dave's gone, I want some fake fags. <laughs> And clean glasses. <laughs> clean glasses. Come on, I need you need to do something. This is a good exercise. De- depict, you know, your inner self-love. How what do you do to treat yourself and be nice to yourself? A torch bum. <laughs> What's it called? A torch bum. <laughs> torch bum is the sequel to Torchwood. Right, Dave, that's the name of today's episode. Excellent. <laughs> torch bum. A torch bum. <laughs> Come on then, what's it going to be, Dave? What's my third thing? What's my third thing? It's really tricky, isn't it? It is hard. I'm looking around my room at what I already have. Also, can I just tell you what my brain just did then? It went, a printer, got one of those. What I'm trying to flag up, right, is how hard it is to be nice to yourself, guys. hard. It's hard to get yourself something that really means you've got to be nice to yourself. Well, yeah. A foot spa. Great news. They fit in a famously they fit in crackers. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Stick a, a piranha fish in it. The, I can think of a thousand things I'd like, but the size, the cracker size thing is what's really... Yeah. I think I'd just get myself the biggest donut I could get that would fit into a cracker and it would be oh. the most luxurious donut I'd ever have because okay. I just think donuts are the best things. Can I just can I show you what I've been eating today, actually, guys? Oh, you're gonna, yes. Are we going to get on the WhatsApps, are we? Yeah. So my, my housemate, Claire... Just uh, start, uh, they had opening night of Les Miserables last night, and a friend sent her uh, a present to stage door, and now uh, we've been working our way through it, and it's the best. Oh thing my! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! What is in that? Oh, David. it's like a three foot long cinnamon thing, chocolate cinnamon bun thingy. Oh, it's insane. <gasps> Uh, it I looks would... like there's vanilla in there as well. Ooh, there's so much in there. It I looks like so a, much of it, guys. It's sort of got a knotted vibe to it you know like a platted is it a platted yeah thing like a platted cinnamon something or other and and from olenstein oh oh david i I would honestly you know labradors famously the only animals on earth if they are provided with infinite food would eat until they die you know is that true true story yeah Yeah, if you give a labrador infinite food they'll kill themselves because they'll just eat till they die (gasps) Uh, but i would say i am also if i'm in the company in the presence of this platted basically (laughs) uh pastry covered in sugar uh, that's basically that's that's as good as well i had to i had to literally restrict myself today so claire got it she brought it back last night after the show uh got it this morning we both had a quarter of it for breakfast because we're <laughs> animals and then she's so she's going home today after the show because she lives in devon she stays here with me when she's in the in doing the show and then dorset got, or devon uh devon mm-hmm. original <gasps> devon yes yeah. and now she's got what no no south devon i'm afraid you're not that's north isn't it mm. I googled it earlier, but anyway, so she said to me, so she's gone home for two nights because she's got a couple of nights off, and, and she said, "I'll be very disappointed in you if you've eaten it all by the time I get back." So I had to mm. preemptively stop myself. So I chopped what in half what was left and froze half of it. <laughs> I put it immediately in the freezer. You so put I, it in I food. You put it. it in food prison. 
<laughs> yeah, I had to in tin foil in in the cell and then inside the prison. Wow. So I couldn't just pick at it until I die tonight. You know. Well, you know what you should have done, Dave. Hmm? Bought another one. That's what I'd have done. Bought another one and then just scoffed that and then just had another one. There you are. Yeah, I've had it. Yeah, it's been fine. I did not think of that at all. Okay, infinite donuts. Yeah, we can fit that in a cracker. Helen Monk's Great. the final one for the weird donut feature on Helen Monk's day, aka Cabin Fever Weekly, as it now is. Vitamin B12. <gasps> <laughs> Absolutely. That's for you. I thank you, since thank we you, since you. you mentioned B12 ages ago on the show, I've been taking it and I do feel loads better. Isn't it great? We've never talked about this. I I every morning I have B12, I have vitamin D and I have some vitamin C, right? And mm. I don't know which one it is. One of them has made a difference without a doubt. It'll be that B12. It's so good. B12. B12. So good. Yeah, yeah. lifetime supply of vitamin B12 in that cracker. Get okay. it in. All right. Fine. There you go. Vitamins, cigarettes, donuts. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, what, what a roller coaster we've been on here. Exactly. Oh, can I also put in a really bad Christmas cracker joke? Absolutely, yes. Which one? You have to make it up now on the spot. Uh, what does Christmas mean oh, to oh, an elf? Um, I don't know, Helen. What does Christmas mean to an elf? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Did you say I don't know. Did you just, that's really good. Did you just make that up? Oh, yeah, I just made that up. Oh, goodness me. Uh, Finally. Loads of sense, but it actually worked as a form. Well done. I think well done, Mike's sake. The nearest we've come to a joke in the whole show. Right, let's conclude the show on that. We've ended on a high. Um, thank you very much, Helen Monks. Uh, thank you. I mean, I sort of saying that like, you know, she's joined us for today's show and we're back tomorrow, but of course we're not back for a week now. So same time next week, everyone. See you there. All the best. Uh, can we keep that going, though, on the old tweets? Maybe we'll do it next week. If you would fill a cracker with presents for yourself, what would they be? There you are. That's all right, isn't it? That works. Great. And I've got another compendium for you next week. We haven't had time for it today, but uh, Caroline on Twitter's done another compendium. You know, the emo- the eight yes. episode of Cabin Fever and emojis. Oh, gosh. She's a she's great done content she's provider. Done she's done a lockdown two one. Thank you, Caroline. All right. See you next week. All the best. Kind regards. Bye. Lots of love. Bye. Cabin FE A three seven oh nine oh 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 Cabin FE A three seven oh nine oh 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 Cabin FE A three seven oh nine oh 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 that's our Twitter name. What were those bloody noises during that thing? Helen, were you moving your microphone during the music? Can you... Yeah, I was Sorry. getting comfy in my bed. Can cause... you respect the format, please? <laughs> You'd guaranteed I'd be asleep, and I'm not. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Helen. Gutted. Helen. Yeah. Night night. Night night. Night Helen. Mm. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.